It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. If my way of thinking about school is so settled, is it possible that I can change my attitude just a little bit? And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. Hello, this is Dr. Justin Coulson. I'm here with Kylie, my wife, and Monday, our six kids. Welcome to another week. Monday. Monday. I love Mondays. Fresh starts, Kylie. It's an opportunity to... Huh, like get on with it to implement all the stuff where we're going to be better and and today's the day right now we need monday every day <laughs> we do fresh starts every day fresh starts every day let's just let's just do it um now we're, we're several weeks into the new school term four five six weeks depending on which state you're in and uh I get emails all the time uh, uh, to my Facebook page, to our, our podcasts at happyfamilies.com.au uh, about school and the challenges that school presents. School is hard for a lot of kids. Not for everyone, but for a lot of kids. And so tonight, for our Happy Families members, and for anyone else who has not yet purchased but would like to just come on in and join us, we're doing a webinar about uh, how to help when school sucks because there are so many kids that say, hate it, hate it, don't want to go. Don't want to be there today. I'm over it. I really don't want to do any schooling stuff at all. So tonight, the webinar, How to Help When School Sucks, you can buy it online at Facebook or at happyfamilies.com.au. Just go to Dr. Justin Coulson's Happy Families. But I thought we'd give people a bit of a sneak peek. Let's share a few ideas now about what's going to come up tonight. And we'll go into them in in reasonable depth so that there's some value for people who either A, uh, don't have the cash to be able to uh, do it, or maybe are not quite sure, maybe on on the fence, do I or don't I? Tonight, I'm going to share five big ideas when school sucks. And there are many more than five, but these are what I think are the the critical things to take into account. Uh, And I thought we'd, well, let's, let's go over a couple of them now. So what's your first one? What do you, what would you suggest would be one of the most helpful tips for parents in relation to kids who are struggling with school. All right. So before I share this first one, I just want to preface it by saying, I think this is the most important one, but it's also the hardest one to shift. Mm. And and it's also the one that can, if we're not careful with it, it can steer us into what I would call happyology. That is, uh, let's let's just pretend everything's okay. Let's mask everything. Let's Let's just have a great positive mental attitude kind of thing. And that's not... That's not what I'm getting at, and it's not what I want people to walk away with. But now that I've used that as a preface, my first central principle is that attitude is everything. So the challenge you have here is that only you can determine what your attitude is. Right, and therefore, right. only your children can determine what their attitude is. We actually don't get to decide yeah. what their attitude's going to be in any given moment. No child in response to a parent saying, you need to change your attitude, has said, <laughs> oh, I feel much better now. I've changed my attitude. Like It just it doesn't happen. Shape up, ship out, that kind of stuff. The kids are like, oh, I'm leaving then. I'm not, I'm not going to shape up. This is ridiculous. So the story that I'm going to tell tonight in the webinar, I want to share it now on the podcast as well. It's really short. It's really simple, but it illustrates precisely what I'm talking about when I say attitude is everything. Some years ago, we moved from Wollongong to Brisbane. It was a really big move. We'd been in the gong for nine years. Our children essentially grew up in that beautiful, wonderful location that we still miss and we still absolutely love. And when we made that move, we had a couple of kids that really resented and resisted the fact that it had happened. And when we were in the car one day, everyone's having a whinge. Oh, I hate being in Brisbane. I hate this. And our, I think Ella at the time was in grade seven or thereabouts. And she piped up from the back seat of the car 
and said something along the lines of, well, I don't really like the fact that I'm here anyway, but since I'm here, I'm just going to do my best to make it work because I can't be anywhere else and I my attitude's going to determine whether I have a good time or not. So I'm just going to make it work. And the other kids looked at her and were like, oh, that's so dumb. That's so stupid. Like they were really mad at her for it. But of all of our kids, she was the one who adapted the fastest. She was the one who literally made it work. Her attitude was everything and so was theirs. So I was having a conversation with the girls the other night. Can you hear that noise coming through? I, yeah. You can. Sorry sorry about the production quality, guys. I don't know if we can do anything about this, but there's somebody using power tools <laughs> right next to our office. Go again. So the other night I was having a conversation with the girls because we're really struggling with some poor attitude, I'll yeah. say. Yeah. And I acknowledged to them that there are times where our family is just in heaven with the way things run. Everything is going beautifully and, you know, they're communicating clearly with each other and they're sensitive to each other's needs. Like, it's just beautiful. But there are lots of times where we're not there. And I said, it's kind of like going to a dessert bar. And I said, you know what's on offer? So, you can have Annie Adele's triple choc cherry trifle. I love that triple choc cherry trifle. Or you could have cookies and cream ice cream sundaes, or you could have a churro's fruit platter with all of the dipping chocolate that you want. But of all the things on display, you're choosing to eat pumpkin pie. Now, sorry for anyone who likes pumpkin pie. Yeah, we don't we don't like pumpkin pie. It's, it's, it's safe to say it's, that. It's literally at the bottom of my list. Of, I pretty much will eat anything with sugar in it. <laughs> but not pumpkin I, I won't pie. eat pumpkin pie. And, and I said, so... Of all the things you could have right now, you're literally choosing to have the worst thing on the menu. I love this metaphor because for for most people who are listening to this podcast and for you and I, we're living in affluent societies and our children have access to so many many great tools, so many uh, many great options. Does it mean everything's going to be perfect? No. And are we going to ignore the structural realities that mean that your child with additional needs, for example, is really struggling or your child who's really challenged with friendship issues? We're not pretending that that stuff isn't there and that's why I don't want to veer into the happyology side of things. Yet Ella, uh, she had some some learning challenges. She had some speech and language difficulties. She had no friends. she just moved. And the only difference was her attitude between that and that of her sisters. And yet she was the one who, she, she was like, well, there is an entire dessert menu here and I'm going to do my best to get my hands on the lemon meringue pie. I'm going to make sure I get in the mud cake. Like she just she just went and found access to it. There's something really profound and, and powerful about it. There's a, a phrase that I love to use and that is that your attention goes where your energy flows and vice versa. Your energy goes where your attention flows. And so if you've got a kid who's in high school all they do is notice all the rotten stuff about school and so all of their energy flows into all the rotten stuff about school. And I think this is where the power comes for helping our kids to understand that they actually can choose. There are going to be things about every stage of life that is going to suck. Being a parent, there are things that we could tick off our list that suck. (laughs) But there are also so many beautiful things about being a parent. But if I get so caught up in only seeing, seeing the things that suck, then that's all I'm going to see. Yeah, it's I a, get to choose what parenting looks like to me in any given moment as they get to choose what schooling looks like. So I don't want to deny the structural realities. I'm so sorry for that noise, by the way. This person with this tool is clearly unaware that we're recording a podcast right now. My attitude 
has to be good in spite of that. Uh, I, I don't want to ignore the structural realities. They are there. But there are structural realities in every scenario, as you were just saying, that could cause our attitude to stink or require us to proactively choose a good attitude and look for the good. And I know if you've got someone who's dealing with massive anxiety or depression or has significant additional needs, asking them to find three things that they're grateful for so that they can change their attitude, it sounds unhelpful. Again, it's not what we're really suggesting or not what I'm proposing. Rather, it's saying, what is your settled... An attitude literally is your settled way of thinking about something. And wondering if my way of thinking about school is so settled, is it possible that I can change my attitude just a little bit? Can I be settled on these three or four things, but can I have a different settled attitude about these three or four things that are also at school? And if I can put my energy and my attention into the more positive things, school suddenly does become just that little bit more bearable. It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. We've spent a lot of time on point number one. Have you got a second point you want to share? Yeah. The second idea that I want to talk about is, is actually a pretty brief one, but it's really important to me, and that is helping kids find purpose in school. So when I was at school, there was no purpose to me being there. I remember saying to my history teacher in like grade eight, grade nine or something, uh, my attitude towards history is that we should just let bygones be bygones because <laughs> then I don't have to worry about history anymore. And then in grade 11, when I had a subject selection problem and there were clashes on the different uh, timelines and streams and things, I actually had to do history. And the teacher sat down with me and said, well, last time I talked to you about history, you said, let bygones be bygones. Why should I let you into my class? And I was like, oh, because I'm desperate. I have no answer. I just need to do history. As it turns out, it was pretty much the only subject that I passed in high school. But... But I just didn't see the point because I was going to be a radio DJ and radio DJs, I'm so sorry to any radio DJs that listen to the Happy Families podcast, but you don't have to be very, very smart academically. You don't have to have gotten a 99.95 ATAR to become a radio DJ. You pretty much just have to hang around the radio station, uh, know how to push a few buttons and be okay with your words and you'll, you'll kind of make this career happen. And so because there was no purpose in schooling, I hated, despised every last minute of school. And that's a really big challenge when your kids can't see the point. Our challenge, therefore, as parents is to help them to see the point because as school becomes increasingly purposeful, they're much more likely to uh, shift their settled way of thinking about school. They're going to shift that attitude. A, a, a bad attitude is kind of like a flat tyre on a car. You can't go anywhere unless you change it. And having purpose, you, you, you almost smiled at me when I said that. You almost liked that, didn't you? Almost. Almost. <laughs> Having purpose helps you to change the tyre. I'm trying to remember the last time you changed a tyre. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. You know what? I have changed a tyre recently. We had – anyway, let's not go there. I did change a tyre not, not too long ago. So we experienced this literally the other day with our 15-year-old. She wants to be a paediatric doctor. Yeah, I think she was well, a paediatric psychiatrist or something. Like she oh, yeah. changes her mind every couple of days, but something to do with paediatrics and either medicine or psychiatry. Like the only one of our six children who has any genuine academic ambition. <laughs> but she hates school. She hates school. She hates school. School and, sucks. And it's really, really hard um, for her until she came home and she said to us, so I was having a look at some of the certificates that are available at my school and one of them is a nursing certificate. Mm. And she said, I was thinking if I do that nursing certificate, it kind of gets me in the door in the medical 
realm. Yeah. And she said, and then if I'm doing that, then maybe I could get a job at a pharmacy, just helping out behind the counter. And then if I wanted to do to kind of go a bit further, once I leave school, if I wanted to, I could maybe study to be a paramedic or do patient transport. Like all of the dots started to connect for her. I don't actually have to be a doctor right now, but there are so many different avenues that I can take that get me in the vicinity. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a qualified doctor, but I'm starting to work in the areas that are going to lead me there. And there's now purpose. There's purpose to school. There's purpose to different activities. And the energy in the conversation just mm. shifted as she started to see the possibilities open up to her. What to do when school sucks? It's the webinar that happens tonight uh, for all of our Happy Families members. It's included in your membership. You just have to log on this evening and participate. If you are not a Happy Families member, you've got a couple of options. Number one, become one. Come and join the Happy Families family. We would love to have you. Uh, If you are not so sure about that, maybe uh, you could just attend tonight and you can get all the information that you need on our Facebook page, Dr. Justin Coulson's Happy Families, or at happyfamilies.com.au. The Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Rulon from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. Hopefully, see you tonight to talk more about the five big ideas for what we can do when school sucks. And there's that noise right that on the just pitch. just sounded like you do, big. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so-